Happy Festivus Day, and welcome on into the PHNX D-Backs podcast. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of Festivus. This guy over here has no idea what Festivus is. He's the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. You were just explaining it to me. I was trying it's to. Like a, it's like a farmer's market type of deal? It, 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 it is, yeah. but there's feats of strength, and there's airing of grievances. There's a lot of that. There's i got to teach you all about it, but of course, uh, welcome on in to the show, the show that is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We <laughs> had, we were so close, guys. We were so close to getting out of the free agency season without the NL West gaining anything like what we're talking about today. But of course, the big news, Carlos Correa in the NL West for what I originally thought was 11 years, but as Jesse corrected me, turns out is 13 years <laughs> in the NL West. Oh, Make it make sense to me, Jesse. Make it make it hurt less. Well, well, first, Derek, where do you, where do you see yourself in thirteen years? I, I think I think we should start with that. <laughs> Not question. even alive. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. I'm living a, I'm living on thin ice, Jesse. So I don't know if I see myself being anywhere, but uh, definitely not a, a a billionaire like Carlos Correa can be if he invests his money right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Oh um, my god, the fourth biggest contract. In MLB history, to a free agent, to right? a free not agent a, in terms extension. of yeah. in terms of total value, and and yeah, the interesting thing about this deal, and this has been a trend throughout all of the moves that we've seen, is that teams are favoring more years over a higher average annual value. Correct. Um, because if you do the math here, you know, three hundred fifty million dollars is a ton of money. Like you said, you know, fourth largest contract in terms of total value to a free agent in MLB history. But if you average that out over 13 years, it's $27 million, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of money. But given that Carlos Correa is basically the most sought-after free agent that we've seen in the game of baseball for quite some time, uh, it's actually not that bad, right? And so it's another situation. It's similar to Xander Bogarts in particular. It's also probably similar in some ways to Trey Turner where, you know, the San Francisco Giants are like, hey, we would rather split this $350 million over 13 years where the hit on, uh, you know, the luxury tax toward the luxury tax threshold is a little bit lower every year um, as opposed to, you know, paying him $35 million a year for, you know, nine or 10 years or something like that. So uh, it's, a, it's a trend. The trend uh, continues here with this deal. Ben said playing until you're 41 is not completely crazy. Speaking as a 41-year-old, <laughs> I am in the best shape of my fucking this life. Is a, this is a big day for you, Derek, as a 41-year-old, because oh, uh, because not only is Carlos Correa's contract expiring at 41, but Trey Turner's contract is expiring at 41, as well as Xander Bogart's So contract. basically what you're saying is we're useless at 41, right? That's where we no longer deserve to uh, be paid I mean, any money. apparently major league teams don't uh, seem to think so. They, they seem to think that you are still worth nearly $30 million at that age I'll take it. so i will take it but i i i, I honestly <laughs> ask what what is with these deals these these 10 plus year deals does anybody remember when like a five-year deal was a long time i mean yeah. this is it's crazy now i understand the way that baseball is structured that that's the reason why at least some of these younger players are getting these big deals right because it's their first chance at free agency and teams want to lock them up as a member of that franchise for the rest of their career. Yeah. Barring the team takes a southward turn and then they have to trade him away to somebody else. But, you know, some of these deals have no trade clauses in them. And there's there's a lot of interesting things going on with these big deals. But I just... I feel like just yesterday, five years was a lot, a long, long, a long time yeah. for a contract. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, where do we go from here? 
Like, like, are we, there has to be some upper bound here, right? Like, I feel like no major league team is ever going to give out, you know, around thirty million dollars per year. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Uh, <laughs> past past the age of of forty one, right? Like, like, it's not like in a few years the inflation of the market is going to take us to a point where you're going to sign a guy till he's forty five. Right. I hope. I mean, at right. that point, it's just. It's just negligence on the part of these owners <laughs> to, to do that. But, yeah. I mean, it's hard to put any caps on this market because it, it really hasn't been reasonable in terms of the number of years given so far. And as we move along, it makes contracts that were given out previously look less and less crazy, especially when they you know nailed these guys down to, uh, yes, a long-term deal, but a reasonable amount that like halfway yeah. through it, they're going to be potentially underpaid in comparison to other yeah. superstars in baseball at that time. It's very fair. Yeah, I mean, $27 million. Again, that's that's the that's the point here. $27 million, especially once you get toward the, those latter years of this contract. Yes, you're going to be overpaying almost certainly for the production you're getting at that point, but $27 million in you know 10 plus years is not going to be as much as it is right now you think about the qualifying offer the qualifying offer is already almost 20 million dollars in itself right yeah um so you know in 10 years the qualifying offer might not even be that far away from what some of these big name guys are, are getting paid but uh yeah it's an interesting approach and it's one we haven't seen from teams that much in the past usually teams are like hey i'll give you the big money but i'd rather do it over four years over five years right that that sounds like it's that's the approach the dodgers have taken in free agency uh this winter and there's a reason they haven't landed anyone right because uh, these guys aren't, aren't wanting to take those deals but that's that's what the market used to sort of be like and now it's sort of shifted into this new direction uh, Bob Nightingale posted a tweet, of course, uh, much like myself, incorrectly saying Carlos Correa was had an 11-year deal. But he talked about 10 current players having contracts of 11 or more years after Carlos Correa. And there's a list, and it's growing list. And those are the best players in baseball, let's be honest. That's yeah. the reason why they are locked in to those deals. It's just uh, pretty crazy to think about the difference in some of those deals. And, you know, looking throughout – some of some of them, you know, like I, I don't know if if they're going to end up being the value that these teams, you know, wanted out of these guys. I, I say that because even something that Boston Red Sox fans pointed out is that Mookie Betts' production hasn't been what it was uh, in Boston since he moved to L.A. So that alone is kind of like that drop in what you thought you were getting from a guy like him. But he's still. Yeah. Arguably one of the best players in the game, and I don't want to take anything away from him. It's just that production drop-off can sometimes equate to what you're paying a young player that's practically making nothing by comparison to some of these deals that they've given out. Yeah. Madison Bumgarner's contract is starting not to look so bad by comparison to some of the uh, <laughs> contracts that are out there, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, tip of the cap to Carlos Correa, though, because this guy, again, like we talked about with Aaron Judge, he bet on himself, and it pays off. Uh, he gets the biggest contract uh, by a shortstop in MLB history, uh, and he did yeah. it after signing that one-year deal with the Twins that seemed seemed a bit offbeat that he signed that, but uh, makes a bit more sense now uh, that he's getting this big deal. One of the craziest things that I saw uh, on Twitter after this deal came out was from Chandler Rome, a friend of the show, actually. We, had, Chan show? we had Chandler yeah. Rome on last year when the Diamondbacks brought on Brent Strom as, as the new pitching coach. Uh, covers the covers the Houston Astros for the Houston Chronicle. He said the Astros offered Carlos Correa a five-year, $160 million contract at the end of the 2021 season. He ended up getting 14 years 
and $385 million between the Twins and the Giants when all was said and done. Like, betting on yourself works in, in this market, That's right? And it's not even that Carlos Craig came out and had this, you know, Aaron Judge caliber season. He had a great year for the Twins, but it was just sort of him being him. It was just kind yeah. of him continuing to do what he's done for the last few years. Uh, and it obviously paid off in a big way getting this deal with the Giants. Here's another interesting thing. Dansby Swanson is just sitting back right now, lighting cigars with hundred dollar oh, bills, thinking about he's how a great time. How he's yeah. gonna get paid. Like he is not even sweating anything because he knows no matter what, his his rate, his dollar amount, the amount of money he's gonna make in this next contract just keeps increasing with every one of these shortstops getting these contracts that they're getting. And honestly, I mean, good for him. I know he's going to end up going to the Dodgers at this rate, and uh, that's the reason why I hate life at times. But you know, I don't think I don't think Andy right when we think we get out Dodgers. of it, you know, the Dodgers and the Giants are going to pick up the last two big name free agents. Uh, but yeah, no. What do you think, Danby Swanson stays in Atlanta, or what do you think? Oh, uh, I don't think he stays in Atlanta. Okay. I don't think he stays in Atlanta. Apparently, the Braves have made their quote unquote best and final offer best and final uh, as of offer. as of a while back, which I don't know if you know. I don't know if I fully believe that. I think that there's an opportunity that they would re-enter the market, but I don't think it's anywhere uh, close. I don't think it's anywhere close to where the bidding is probably going to be. Um, for Dansby Swanson. When I hear best and final, that means we're done negotiating is what I've... I've well, not only, not that's only what they're done, trying to make yeah. it sound like, but I, I don't know if that's necessarily true. They've spent um, a lot of money, though. They have spent a lot of money. They've locked in a lot yeah. of guys long-term. And again, it was one of those things that we were kind of uh, perplexed how the Braves kept doing it when yeah. teams like the Diamondbacks can't. But the Braves can lock everybody in. I mean, a it, frankly, it's deal. shocking they haven't uh, they haven't extended Sean Murphy yet. I, yeah, I'm no, still, I know. We I'm still floored that. by that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesse was like, "Let's keep an eye on that. That's happening." But uh, yeah, I, Dansby Swanson, you're about to have yourself a really good uh, December or January, depending on when this happens. Can Can we just think about this from an NL West perspective, real quick? Like, like it is just wild to think about the landscape of the NL West moving forward and oh, some yeah. of the players that are oh, in the yeah. division. So, so Mookie Betts is under contract with the Dodgers through 2032, all right? 2032. Fernando Tatis Jr., I'm going to check this to make sure. Fernando Tatis Jr. is under contract with the San Diego Padres through 20, or 2034. Why are I was going to say 2024. This? 2034, Fernando Tatis this? Jr. is under contract. Xander Bogarts, an 11-year deal. Oh, that puts him with the San Diego Padres oh. through 2033. Yeah, Xander yeah. Bogarts. And now we have Carlos Correa added That's to the good. list. A 13-year deal. He is a San Francisco Giant hey. through 2035 with a full no-trade Hey, Jesse. Yeah, I was going to say... Don't all of those guys have no trade clauses? There's also, I don't know if all of them do, but I think, yeah, at least uh, I know the guys who just signed you. Bogarts and, and Correa absolutely do. Um, I don't remember the details of the Betts and Tatis Jr. deals off the top of my head. but they The probably, NL West is a fun place. It is. It, I mean, in, in 2033, when they're all, you know, on the brink of 40 years old, maybe it's not so bad. But uh, but for the time being, it's it's a pretty bleak outlook if you're a team like the Arizona Diamondbacks. Remember when we talked about positivity? I thought we were supposed to. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, yeah, no, this sucks. It's the worst. And, of course, um, yeah, like Jesse said, we have a very, very long time of dealing with all of these guys. So the Diamondbacks have no choice to get better. And the only way that they're going to get better is by spending more money. That's it, plain and simple. But, of course, Jesse has written quite a bit about uh, 
quite a quite a, quite a bit about everything, and you can get a lot of his stuff. <laughs> quite a bit about everything, <laughs> uh, not just Diamondbacks, but all sorts of baseball stuff. Uh, winter meetings. He had a lot of fun uh, doing a lot of the things that he's been doing lately. So make sure to check out. If you haven't gotten yourself a membership, his articles over at gophnx.com, they are unlocked and free for the most part. There's a couple of diehard-only pieces out there, but make sure to check that out. If you want to read everything, get yourself a diehards membership, which is what you should be doing anyway. Give yourself the gift of a PHNX diehards membership. Not only will you get free merch over at the phnxlocker.com every single year, you also get 20% off every single purchase. You'll get invites to diehard members-only events. You'll also get discounts diehard events such as our upcoming uh, PHNX Tea Party, which you can get in on if, if you're a diehard member at a discount. Of course, join us over at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. We were out there yesterday. It's a beautiful golf course. It really is. First time I have been, maybe I play Maybe I play at the public courses a bit too much, but it was the first time I've played at a course that had like the top golf type tracking on your balls when you were yeah, just sitting it on was, the driving Yeah, it range. was cool. I have genuinely never seen uh, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. I mean, I guess I've been to Top Golf, but I've never seen that at like an actual, at like an actual, an actual golf course. Golf okay, course. I really thought cool. I, I thought I just haven't been there in a while, but of course, uh, we had a lot of fun. Jesse saw that I can golf. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. You have decent. a pretty decent golf swing. Yeah, I'm not you. gonna lie. Thank you. I, I uh, that. yeah. You don't want to see my. No, you don't want to see not, my golf it's swing. Not good look, but it's of not, course, not pretty. We want to see your swing out there at the tea party. So join us. We're renting out the entire driving range so you guys can join us and check out those beautiful bays. You can check out this uh, a really cool tracking system that they have. They have all sorts of different games you can play as well. It's a, it's a fun time. So come hang out with us, Big Drive Energy, uh, and fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and more. Jesse will not play you in golf, but he will play you in ping pong. And oh, will I will murder you ass. in ping pong. <laughs> so our PHNX Suns crew, of course, will be hosting a watch party for the Suns versus Timberwolves. We're going to have two gigantic TVs out there. I don't even know if it's TVs. I think it's going to be like... Is it There's be two like big inflatable screens that'll be on the lawns behind be the driving yeah, yeah, range, yeah, yeah. as so. well as a bunch of heaters. So if you're worried about being cold, there will be heaters There's and tables. There's going to be six and around Lindsay Smith, that's for sure. Yes. We know that. Yeah, she <laughs> might hog all the heaters, but right. there will be heaters Wait, for what sure. is an inflatable screen? Have you oh, never seen an work? inflatable screen? No. The stuff, no. the things you haven't experienced. No, in, in life inflatables, never inflatables are me. like bouncy houses. So yes, an, infla right? an inflatable Infl screen is like an inflatable, like, 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 like you would a hang a sheet up for a projector that turns into a movie screen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can I still bounce you in it? You cannot go bounce in ah. it no, because then people can't see the movie. Uh, so of <laughs> fair course, enough. Fair uh, enough. Make sure to check. Jesse that out. is the movie at that he point. He is the movie. You're right. You're right. But of course. Your fee, whether you're diehard or a non-diehard, your fee will include uh, unlimited range balls and a set of rental uh, clubs, uh, which they have a they have great sets of rental clubs out there. Uh, Mark one, says, "How's the food?" Uh, the food was oh, food was food fantastic. at Dobson Ranch is great. Yeah, yeah, and we're working on getting partners out there as well. Yeah, there's going to be partners out there, but let me tell you, I I've been craving a like uh, basically room service style club sandwich and this place delivered a great one i was so pleased like i've been craving one of those for weeks i have no idea why it's just what is room service style mean to you? i mean it's your like typical club sandwich right the one that's cut in the little triangles and has okay. the bacon and the lettuce and tomato and turkey and stuff all like right, that on it. Right. Right? it's not overly complicated it always has to come with french fries and it has to hit at, at a perfect certain amount of crispiness without it being overly dry and awful and this Hit on all those points. It was wow. Just all one right. check after another. So, of course, uh, come out, try the food. 
uh, one free hour of range time and golf balls at Dobson Ranch to be used at a later time as well. So make sure to check that out. We're going to be having so much fun. Uh, play Saul and Pickleball, Jesse and Ping Pong, me and Cornhole. Uh, and of course, there's hot chocolate. And for the kids, there's going to be a free kids clinic provided for all kids 10 and under. So, uh, of course, bring the kids out. Let them go play. Uh, come over to the hot chocolate. I'll have a little flask with me. No, I'm kidding. Wink. Anyway, come <laughs> find me. We'll have a good time as adults. And, of course, we'll hit some golf balls. Uh, and it's going to be a blast. We're going to have a good time. So join us out there. Uh, click the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. And for our diehards, check the Discord for your special link where you'll save 20% on this awesome event. And, of course, that's a big uh, part of being a diehard is the Discord. It's the best place. Uh, and somebody the other day said I look like Tim Curry. Uh, and you know what? I'm honored. I love Tim <laughs> Curry. So I know uh, big eyes and all that kind of stuff. I don't care. I'll take it. I like Tim Curry. But uh, we got some more stuff going on, Jesse. And when we say more stuff, I mean the Diamondbacks have nothing going on. That's what I mean. I mean, the spending has dried up. And as we knew kind of going into this, the Diamondbacks weren't really looking to spend a lot of money on free agency. We yeah. weren't expecting them to make a big splash. However... With that being said, Mike Kaza did tantalize us a bit with the potential idea that they could be in on some of these names. Obviously, they were connected to Xander Bogart. They were connected via trade to Sean Murphy. And right now, it just stands that they have improved their bullpen, which is the one area that they should have addressed, but really not a lot going on for them. And when you look at the spending, according to a tweet we sent out, you will see that the Diamondbacks are pretty far from the pack as far as the NL West yeah. goes. Uh, Jacob, can you throw that tweet up there on the NL West? Uh, because some of the spending uh, is pretty kind of out of control, of course. The Mets, we know about what the Mets do. <laughs> but look at those Padres. The Padres say, no, we're, we're number one in the NL West. And by that, we mean checks given out. In, in retrospect, I should have put like the three dots between the Mets and the Padres, too, mm -hmm. just to show like mm -hmm. how otherworldly Steve Cohen's uh, spending is That's right now. Because, okay, because they're like, <laughs> the Padres spending is crazy, and the Mets spent over $100 million more than them. Yeah. And yeah. that's just for 2023, folks. So the Mets are at 336. For those of you joining us on audio, the Mets currently projected payroll for 2023, 336 million, which is just an absolutely insane it's number. It's a bonkers number. Apparently, did you see the report yesterday that the Mets were in on Carlos Correa? Yes. Like it came out, it came out like an hour or two before he signed with the Giants, and that would have been just wild. They cracked 350. <laughs> I yeah, mean, like I mean, like they would have been well past three fifty. Yeah. I mean, they would have been like like inching close to four hundred at that point. Uh, but yeah, Padres at two hundred thirty five million, Phillies at two hundred thirty million. We spend a lot of time in the postseason talking about how uh, they have spent a lot of money uh, of late. And then you've got the Braves. This one was kind of surprising for me. I don't really think of the Braves as being like this big spending team, but. With all of the contracts, all the extensions that they've signed and whatnot, they're up close to 200 million. The Giants, after this Correa move, 190 million. The Dodgers are third somehow. Third place, you poverty franchise. How are you in third place in the NL West in spending? How do you feel about that, LA? <laughs> 173 million for the Dodgers. They're and then you've got done. the, you know, they're not done. And then you've got the Cardinals at 164. And then a whole not, not, lot not. of space. And not, then not, it's not. the Arizona Diamondbacks currently projected. For 101 million and in order to make the playoffs Derek the math is not complicated 
you got to be one of the six best teams in the National League. That's a list of seven teams that we just put <laughs> on the screen. So you're going to have to beat two of those teams uh, in Michael, order to make the playoffs. Michael makes a great point. He says the Dodgers had $80 million come off of their payroll. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've had a ton of money come off, and they haven't really put any money back on right. yet. But, um, the, but the Braves are definitely the standard here, right? Like, the, the I know the Mets are, the are spending like crazy. The Padres are spending like crazy. The yeah. Phillies. But the Braves should be the standard in terms of how you're spending your money, the, right? The Braves should be at the highest end, and the Braves have done it by mostly hanging on to guys within their organization and extending them. And that's the best yeah. part about what the Braves have done. If they rewarded their players for their performance. They kept them in the organization, and it just builds a different level of trust and dedication by the fan base. I mean, that's the truth. And the also truth is Ben saying you could feel three Diamondbacks teams for the cost of one Mets team. Yes, Ben, thank you for pointing that out. Uh, the, oh, man. But, yeah, no, I mean, this is kind of crazy when it comes to spending. It's another reason why baseball needs to fix it in some way. you got to do something. It's just – yeah. They, 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 they take these tiny steps when it comes to co competitiveness, right? Yeah. And, and equaling things out. But they refuse to do anything about that. And what's weird is there are so many people that applaud how much money has been given around and thrown out. They're happy that this happens. Yeah. I mean, in, in some ways, it's a sign that, like, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of nuances. But in some ways, it's a sign that baseball's in a healthy spot, right? Like you, you want you really want to talk about baseball being like on the downturn, like nobody cares about this sport anymore. Yeah, look at some of the contracts that have been signed in the last month, right? And try to try to convince anyone that there's not there's not money in this game anymore, right? Yeah. Clearly, that's not the case. But to your point, they've got to figure something out as far as as this ownership situation is concerned across the game. There's such a giant disparity between what some owners are willing to do, right. uh, like Steve Cohen, especially of the Mets, the Padres owner. There's other owners that are, I think are in a similar category there. And then there's owners of, of teams like the Diamondbacks, who, who I mean, it's, it's no secret to anyone at this point, right? The Diamondbacks have never gotten anywhere close to those levels of spending. And it honestly would be somewhat surprising to see them go in that direction moving forward. Um, and so, yeah, you just have this enormous disparity and it seems like the difference from one franchise to another is just so heavily contingent on what is the personality of their owner, right? Like, like how does their owner view, um, their ownership of a major league baseball franchise? Are they doing it as an investment? Are they doing it just to have fun and try to win games? The answer to that question is. It feels like at times it's almost more important than any other question about a about a major league franchise. You just unlocked the key to Ooh. the Arizona Diamondbacks success, Jesse. Okay. So what we need from Mike Hazen, and Jesse's not gonna like anything I'm about to say. Uh oh. <laughs> but what we need from Mike Hazen is for him to appeal to Ken Kendrick in on, on a on a on a cards basis, on a baseball card, on a collectible cards basis. And I need him to have Ken Kendrick start seeing players in baseball uh, have the similar value to very rare baseball cards, right? Get him on a similar level of wanting to collect as many rare, uh, super rare, chrome, autographed, Whatever, Bo. I don't know. I don't. I don't know a lot about baseball cards, but whatever the <laughs> goddamn thing is that all of you collectors want, the all of the Justin Martinez cards that Brett, Brett <laughs> whatever those are, we need him to start viewing players, real people, as that. Then that way, he'll start 
obsessing over collecting as many of them as possible, right? Then, mm. you know, then profit, right? That's, <laughs> I don't know. That's a, I a just, solid I, plan. It's like you think. said, though, you need to appeal to the owner on what he what he's into, right? So it's like if yeah. you start making him see that he needs to collect as many key, key, uh, key collectibles as possible... Yeah. Maybe he starts looking at that. Maybe he starts looking at spending the money because honestly, the Diamondbacks are so far beyond, behind on the spending. And and I don't even want them to go do crazy stuff. Honestly, for the yeah, for the most right. part, I'm still and and hopefully the organization is still okay with staying the course, right? I just don't know how these changes in the NL West impact the Zips projections and, you know, look at Diamondbacks numbers now and if they don't make any moves, are they going to now be behind or below that number that they were projected to be at? I can't imagine if they stay the course that things stay the same way with Xander Bogarts and Carlos Correa now in the division, right? Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, that I, I I think for now, until the Diamondbacks can truly figure out who they are, who their core is, I, I can't – I mean, I'm, I'm okay without them spending this big money on these big yeah. contracts. Yeah, that's fair. And, and I also want to say that, like – as much as I, I totally understand where people are coming from and, you know, why doesn't Ken Kendrick spend more money and, and, all, and sure. all this stuff, right? Um, I wrote about this a while back. This was like maybe a full year ago at this point. Um, the Diamondbacks relative to the revenue that the Diamondbacks bring in, and this is based on publicly available information, so it's not necessarily, you know, hard and fast, like at, these numbers are precise or anything, but roughly speaking, I think there's good evidence that the Diamondbacks spend roughly the same percentage of their revenue on their payroll as most other teams throughout the game. There, Maybe there's a slight disparity. There doesn't appear to be a big disparity there. And so the the difference between a team like the Diamondbacks and a team like the Mets is, is again, how is the owner viewing the investment, right? Is the owner viewing the investment as a like, I don't care how much money I lose. I just want to win, right? Yeah. Some owners are going to take that approach, but not all of them are. And, and to be fair, I don't know if it's, I don't know if we should expect that all owners will necessarily uh, do that, even I though I know fan bases to. love that. I think sometimes yeah. you got to be realistic, right? And sometimes you do have to look at the moves your competitors make and look at how favorite, how much of a favorite they are and yeah. really analyze how, you know, spending money on free agents is going to impact your chances, right? Like, Yes, you could bring on a big name, but I feel like we're past the, the day and age of, of a mediocre team still having people buy tickets and come see them uh, just because of a big name on their team. Right. People might come to see visiting teams that have a big name on them or even maybe local fans come out to see a big name. But like, I don't even know if selling tickets is the is is the priority anymore you know what i mean no. that used to be a big i mean focal the, the point san diego padres the san diego padres could sell out every single game and i don't think they would break even it's just not yeah the the tickets doesn't it's not as big a factor in the equation as you would probably expect it's it merchandise and television yeah, yeah. TV, is, is TV is huge. Yeah. TV is just huge. Well, and the Diamondbacks yeah. got a pretty substantial television deal, so it's not like they're not making yeah. money from that television deal that they have. So really, maybe right now they're being ran in a way where they just want to make money, you know? And and honestly, I don't even know if that's the case with how empty the stadium is at times, right? But Yeah, I, I could not say with any confidence that the Diamondbacks are 
you know, operating in a way where they're trying to bring in huge profits or like, I, I don't, I don't see it that way right. as of, as of right now, it's really hard to gauge these things. We don't have that much information about exactly how much the team is bringing in or exactly any, what or the, any team. Yeah. Right? About any team. It's just, of, of baseball teams, yeah, it's right? just part of the system. So it's hard, it's hard to know for sure, but but I, I think it's a misconception uh, about the Diamondbacks being, you know, this team is just hoarding cash. Right? Yeah, they're I, just I, cheap. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's true. But it is true that Ken Kendrick has a very different view on this than Steve Cohen does or, or that a lot of other owners around the game do. Uh, and I've, I have heard that Ken Kendrick had a very similar view to this team as to the original ownership group. And I've talked about this in the past, but there was a very idealistic view about running this team in a way where it was a nice place for families to go and enjoy yeah. a night out and watch the Which baseball. it is. I mean, it's the cheapest It's the cheapest ticket and it, in baseball, right. really. And it and it's also has the cheapest concession prices and such, right? So they, they still lead the league in that, that stuff, and it, it that reflects where I think their priorities might stand, which is still just running this almost as an entertainment venue, even when the baseball team is playing in it, more so than – Worrying about profits or worrying about you know running at, at a negative so that the team can can try to keep up with some of their NL West yeah. competition. Which I mean, even if they did operate in that way, I, I don't know if they'd still be close. I just I think this team has a chance right now to do something unexpected and to do something similar to the Cleveland Guardians, to do something similar to the Atlanta Braves potentially, where it's guys within the organization step up, they become stars, and the team extends them. I think that's what people want to see. Sure. I feel like the, the Diamondbacks should be lucky to have a guy like Zach Gallen be acquired through the trade that they got him for, and I think they should see that and do everything they can to extend him and make him a future member of this team or make him a – Member of the Diamondbacks for life. These are the things, again, yeah. when you talk about fans building trust in you, fans wanting to love your team, a big part of that is not going through the constant heartbreak of watching your guys come up, get great, and then go somewhere else right. to right. achieve greatness there. You know? I think that's what fans get get more angry about than anything else, right? It's not as much like, oh, you know, you are rumored to be in on Xander Bogarts and, and you whiffed, right? He goes to yeah. your he goes to your division rival. It's no like Paul Goldschmidt's a St. Louis Cardinal, right? And that just doesn't that's never gonna feel okay to any Diamondbacks fan. And and understandably so, right? The optics of that is is really unfortunate. And we've started to see bigger market teams like the Boston Red Sox sort of adopt that same philosophy yeah. where they're okay seeing some of their you know, big name, yeah. homegrown guys walk in free agency to other teams. Uh, that's what gets fans up in arms more than anything else, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, well, again, uh, if you guys are watching us right now on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, we thank you guys for being here. We we love and appreciate you. Uh, I hope you have a happy Festivus. Uh, of course, make sure you subscribe to this. Is, that, is everyone in town going to Everybody's this event? Everybody's going to this. It's, it's, I'm just missing out. It's a holiday, Jesse. It's not just an event. But of course, make sure uh, if you are here to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our wonderful shows go live. If you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcast, audio podcasting app. I'm sorry that I forget about you all the time. Jesse is always thinking of you. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us there as well if you haven't done so. and Leave us a review. We appreciate you for doing so. And if you have people left on your shopping list, which I know so many of you still do, get down to Festivus. <laughs> I have I have approximately everyone. <laughs> Jesse waits until the last minute. I he do. literally <laughs> waits until the last minute. 
his I'm unashamed because the advantage mm. the advantage is no. that when you're when you're walking no. around Chandler Mall at 4 p.m. on Christmas Eve, no. there's just not that many it. options left. I hate this and so, so much. it it forces me to make way faster and more efficient decisions than I would make otherwise. So why does your procrastination give me anxiety? You should know what your family and friends want. Oh my god! Right, I and do. so you should know yeah. how to make a decision faster than that. But I mean, I mean, I'm still going to like, I'm still going to all the right places and the places that I know that I'll find something that they like. But yeah, like if, you know, if that candle's the last one on the shelf, then sure. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know it. if mom necessarily it. likes that scent, so but that's, that's the one I got to go with. Don't right? be this guy. Go to Fort Peaks Brewing Company, get yourself and your friends and your loved ones the gift of beer this holiday season. And don't wait until the last minute because <laughs> there are limited edition supplies of their December advent calendar for $55. You can enjoy specialty beers, tall boys and more. Uh, of course, we've seen some of the stuff. Barley wine is in there. Make sure to check that out. Purchase at their 8th Street Pub in Tempe. If you don't get a chance to go out there, make sure to just grab their beers wherever you get your beers. Uh, it must be 21 and over to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Uh, Jesse, <laughs> I don't even believe this map is real, uh, but let's just... No, I don't think either of us believe this map is real. <laughs> Baseball Reference relieved the released a map of the most player page views by state, and None of this makes sense. You know, I'll take that back. All of the Aaron Judge states make sense, right? Aaron Judge was a very hot topic uh, for a lot of people, especially states that don't have a baseball team, right? Following his journey on if he was going to beat Roger Maris's home run record, garnered a lot of interest. So none of those uh, surprised me at all. The ridiculous percentage of Albert Pujols... I mean, is that that surprising, though? Is that really that surprising? I mean, it's his last like, season. I personally, I personally went to Albert Pujols' baseball reference page a, times. Number a number of times over those last few months yeah. of the season. I think just about everyone in the game did. It is interesting, though, that it's not every city. Um, it, it also, I notice, is in Illinois. Albert Pujols was the most searched name. Of course, that's the home of the Chicago Cubs. I'm, yeah, not, sure oh, yeah, how, they know. I'm not sure how Cubs fans would feel yeah, about that. No, they but know. They know uh, I guess those states kind of blur together he's a little his, bit. He's Saint, on their mind St. Louis is practically in Illinois. but Again, I am not going uh, to say anything about the amount of Albert Pujols on this list either, even though uh, it is, of course, as you guessed, Arizona's number one looked up player for some reason, but also uh, Los Angeles. Like, that's kind of crazy to me as well. Uh, but here's the thing. Los Angeles, California. I forgot that there's a whole other state there. Uh, <laughs> the, the Los, you forgot that Los Angeles Correct. is not but a like, state. Why is, not but, but, like, why is Barry Bonds why Like, no. Because Wyoming, why, because Wyoming no, doesn't, Jacob, Wyoming doesn't no. really know. Jacob, why are people still looking up <laughs> Pete Browning's stats from 1894 on baseballreference.com? See, the East Coast is an like it's already an enigma to me, so like I didn't even look at that. I just was confused by Wyoming and Barry Bonds. I mean, I think it makes sense. Like if you li- if you live in Wyoming, like and you don't have any idea that Albert Pujols has made You're right, like the televised, runs, the, right? The televised <laughs> games there are still from 2004. You're yeah. correct. No, that's fine. Does George Brett live in Alaska? Like, explain that one yes. to me. Yeah, I would d- not, it would not surprise me if George Brett lived in Alaska. He that's could break fine. as many bats as he wants there. That's fine. I can criticize all of these people all day long. But Dylan Moore. Dylan Moore. 
for Hawaii will never make sense to me. There's got to be some connection he's here. He's from Yorba Linda. Yeah, he's, I don't even he doesn't understand have any it. clear ties, but I refuse to believe that there are people, you know, hanging on the beach in Hawaii just, like, obsessively looking you know at what? Dylan Moore's baseball reference. I got to see what his current line is right now. Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I don't get it, but uh, Jesse... Jesse doesn't even believe that that's a real that, that that's real. He doesn't think. The, that. Can we can we pull it up one more time? Yeah. The the Peter the Peter Browning thing to your point earlier is yeah. truly startling. Peter yeah. Browning played between 1882 and 1894. Career 341 hitter. Yeah. So killer. Mad respect Absolute to the to the killer. citizens of Delaware. Yeah. For knowing they found baseball. they found themselves a ball player. Right. But but why why is everybody there looking him up? Is it, it, it? Does his family live there? That's what I think about all of these guys. Like Dylan Moore's family definitely it'd have, lives it'd in It'd have to be like his children's children's maybe, children, maybe I guess. He at this has point, that right? big of a family. Maybe it's an entire town. Who knows, Jesse? There's maybe people can procreate. You've never seen that before. Anyway, let me tell you, <laughs> back east, I don't know what you guys are doing, but uh, a lot of fun looking up stats from the 1800s. I guess so, there you go. Uh, that's all we got for today. But, of course, if you haven't had a chance to get yourself some new furniture for more furniture, make sure to do so. Uh, they have an outstanding deal going on their holiday clearance event. Again, if you're a procrastinator like Jesse and you wait until the last minute, uh, you might win the day uh, over at morefurniture.com because you can save up to 50%. And, of course, what give somebody the gift of furniture. Why not? Give your, give your spouse a couch. She'll love you for it. I have always wanted to give my wife a car. For like Christmas, like those commercials where there's a big old bow on it. Like it's never going to happen, but I've just always thought it was a neat idea. But wait, then wait, also, wait, like, what is this? You know, like the car commercials for the holiday season uh-huh. where they give their spouse a car. Right, right. It's yes. adorable. I, yes. I've always wanted to do that. I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, where the where the guy's like, hey, I got you this candle. And then yeah, the, girl, yeah, the yeah. girl drives yeah. up in a big GMC or yeah, something. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, Not happening. Not, not in my future because, of course, as we established, I have less than 13 years left to live. But, of course, uh, we thank you guys. This is so dark. I know. It turned dark. so fast. dark. I'm, it's Festivus. I'm airing grievances, and that is that I don't know. Uh, how much more time I have left, but none of us do. Of course, tomorrow's not promised, so make sure to enjoy yourself. Uh, And in the meantime, until until, as long as I'm here, you can follow (laughs) us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse. I do not buy gift cards, Brian. Gift cards (laughs) are a mostly unacceptable last resort. I will pick... Mostly? It's a true... Like, if I'm getting you a gift card, it means I really screwed things up and and the mall closed and I had no no choice. But that's a rare outcome for me. I usually get out of there with something for everyone on my list that I'm reasonably happy with. So... It's foolproof, Derek. Do it's we want to discuss how you gave Espo a picture of you and me yesterday, a framed picture of you? Oh, and I'm me? happy to discuss that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we did a, a secret Santa uh, here at the office, and um, I was assigned Espo. And uh, we each filled out like a little form of, of things that we like and don't like and whatnot. And um, under things that he doesn't want, Espo put a framed picture of Shane. He did not want a framed picture of Shane. However, he made it's no mention of us. not wanting a framed picture of me and Derek. Yeah. And so that is what Espo received. Uh, yes, and he he enjoyed it. I believe I believe we are on display in his office. We right are now. right now. So I think the, <laughs> right I think now. the plan worked. I think yeah. it worked to perfection. It was brilliant, Derek. Did you hear how Jesse almost ruined your guys' present before it was opened? No. How did that happen? As what? I was drinking regular Coke, when <laughs> Jesse walks up and Jesse goes, "Oh, no more Coke Zero," <laughs> and it was like it just came out of the blue. And I was like, 
no, they just didn't have it. And Jesse just goes, oh, and then walks away. You mean because there was also Coke Zero oh. in his in gift? My, in yeah, my gift. I yeah, don't think that gave anything gift. away, though. Oh. Anyone who knows Espo well knows that he is a Coke Zero aficionado mm-hmm. through and through. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'd ever seen him drink like the regular Coke before. Yeah. So I I thought that was pretty reasonable. I I'd have to ask, but I don't think Espo suspected anything. I got Mac and I gave her a Fall Guys doll and a gift card to press and there you go dark chocolate pretzels because. I'm a good gift giver, uh, and I don't give people framed pictures of myself like a maniac. <laughs> but I you were the in joke. the framed picture. I love like, that come you on. did that. I love that you did it. It's great. Not only did did I get to be a part of it, but I didn't have to be the one to give it to. Him. So, uh, of course, we thank you guys uh, for joining us. Uh, you can follow our show on Twitter at phnx underscore dbags, uh, but of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Again, uh, on behalf of Jacob. Jesse and myself, we appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you have a framed picture of us on your desk. (laughs) 